Hello everyone, welcome back to the Weak Men Create Hard Times podcast. This is episode 5, my name is Johnny, I'm your host, and we are going to roll right into things. I uh, originally sat down because I had some time, I was like, oh I should do a podcast, I haven't done one in a bit. And I was like, I don't know what I have talked about really. And I ended up writing down way more than I anticipated. I have this very long list of stuff all over the place, so... Excuse me if I kind of bounce around here because they're in no specific order. Uh, What's been going on with me? Uh, Every podcast I do, I feel like I talk about more snow and more cold where I live. Um, So here in western New York, got dumped on a bunch more snow. It was like 13, oh, what is it right now, like 15, 16 degrees right now? Cold, cold, cold. Actually left for work. I drive for a living uh, down the East Coast, South, and I left early this week uh, to avoid the snow, and I pretty much planned it accordingly, got a hotel, and kind of uh, played around most of the, the bad weather, so uh, that that was good. Um, I've also, haven't told you, but I've gotten a couple acupuncture appointments done. I just have a stiff neck, bad posture from driving and stuff like that. Um, so acupuncture, it's weird. They stuck me in my left foot the first time, and then the second time they did my right foot, and then kind of in both of my forearms, the tops of my forearms. I kind of feel like it did loosen up the side of my neck. There's still some tightness in the area. Um, I went before to physical therapy, and they fixed me up, so I might have to go do that again or maybe go get a professional mas- massage. But um, acupuncture, if you want to try it out, uh, not too bad. Pretty cool. I can't tell if it works. I think it worked a little bit. And I've only done two sessions. So time will tell. If I continue to go, we'll see. Uh, what else is going on in my life before I get into the more deep stuff? Um, uh, my girlfriend's brother is coming into town. And this is kind of tying back to me talking about unifying America, uh, which I talked about one of the last couple of podcasts how important it is her brother is uh, a liberal which is fine I obviously don't have a problem with that but he's an anomaly so what I wanted to talk about um, he's a gun owner he, he lives in Wyoming he moved from New York to Wyoming for grad school Graduate graduated from there in grad school got a job out there and he has an AR like he, he has weapons that usually liberals don't have um, which is weird, right? Lives in Wyoming, a super red state, but he's a liberal. Uh, votes for the people that want to take away your guns, but then owns ARs. So weird. But uh, he has told me that he wants the government to force vaccines into you, which is so weird because I don't know even many liberals that think that. Like most people I know that I don't give a shit if you get it. Like most of them are like, oh yeah, well, I got it. I'm going to get my booster. Cool. I I don't give a shit what you do. You know, you do you, I do me. That's, that's how I feel about everything. He wants the government last. I talked to him anyway, to force it. And he knows I'm not vaccinated and he knows I probably don't plan on it. And he never pushed his opinion down my throat, but we're having a civil conversation last time he was here. So just a weird conflict, not a weird conflict, but conflict of interest kind of i feel like in his mind like oh yeah i'm gonna 
support the Second Amendment, but vote against people that want to take that away, but also want to gov- give the government enough power to force vaccines into you. Seems weird. But back on unifying America, I'm always excited to see him. I like hanging out with him. Uh, I just don't agree with him politically for, on most things. But unifying America, I want to sit down, have some beers, and talk civilly with him. So it's, I think that's important. We can find common ground, hopefully. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Last week I talked about Ukraine, the issues in Ukraine. I said, you know, we can't just let Russia run rampant and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if I cover this well enough, and I've also done some more research. I don't think, and it doesn't really matter what I think. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. These are just my opinions. I am not an expert in anything at all. (laughs) There's not one thing I'm an expert in in this world. Um, But... I said because my mom's family is from Ukraine, both of her parents are straight from Ukraine, I probably have a little bit of bias. I don't want Russia to go steamroll Ukraine. Um, And, you know, we've sent them a bunch of munitions and stuff like that. I do not want America to send soldiers to fight Russia. I think that would be bad. I don't want to launch rockets into Russia. I think that would be bad because they have nukes as well. I don't want this planet to be blown to oblivion. But I think one thing you can do is, you know, maybe provide a little bit of... I don't know how I feel about sending weapons to Ukraine. I feel like I'm okay with that. I haven't read into it too much. I know it probably hurts the taxpayer because it's taxpayer dollars, I'm sure. But I think it's important to stand up against communist regimes. So that's okay. But how about we just uh, sanction them? Sanction their oil. That's a big moneymaker for them. So... Little things we could do to hurt them economically, they might back up. So I just kind of wanted to clear that up because I don't think we should go to a war with Russia. And I don't think I said that last week, but I couldn't remember exactly what I said. So um, that's something I wanted to kind of talk about briefly here. Oh, what else do I have? I got this uh, little notebook and I just write randomly all over it. One thing that's going on right now is the Canada truckers. Um, how they surrounded a massive city there. Was it Ottawa? I think it's Ottawa. And they just bas- basically closing off the city because they are man- or they are going against the mandates for the vaccines, um, especially because they're being tracked crossing the borders. I don't know if anyone has heard this. There's an app that the truckers that come, Canadian truckers that come into the U.S. and then have to go back to Canada, there's an app. And the one truck driver pulled up to the booth and held up the app to show him his vaccination status. That's what the app's for, to see how it basically electronically tracks their vac- vaccination status. And the guy at the booth goes, oh, no, I don't need to see it. And he goes, what do you mean I don't need to see it? And he goes, oh, once you get in range of our booth, I don't know if it's like a Wi-Fi connection or something, it automatically pops up on my screen so I know it's here. That's creepy as fuck. Fuck that. Nope. Yeah, they should be, they should be um, protesting that. And guess what? It's an extremely peaceful protest. They got their trucks parked all around the city. They're blocking off roads and stuff. There's no violence, and they're just they want freedom. They're pushing for freedom. And you know, Justin Trudeau, that that little weasel, that guy is just a human pile of shit. He's he is no good. The things I mean, the things he says. Look up some of his recent quotes. He is, he is a tyrant, full-blown. I mean, that guy is, 
so power hungry and then all of a sudden he went missing or whatever and then they said he caught covid so he's in hiding or whatever i think he's just a pussy and ran away because he's scared um but you know that's that's apparently coming to the u.s because i think from what i heard justin trudeau is trying to convince biden to do the same thing because you know u.s truckers go into canada and vice versa so um I think he's trying to get Biden to do that for our truckers, and there was supposed to be a um, ra- same similar kind of rally in Washington D.C. with truckers, and then Facebook took down the Facebook page of the 130,000 people involved in it. Not to mention GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe started for these Canadian truckers with over a million dollars raised, and you have GoFundMe freezing the assets. And then they're trying to backtrack and all this shit because they got lawyers involved. But it's like, good lord, what is going on? There, you have big tech working with big government to restrict freedom. Like anyone that says, "Oh, Facebook, YouTube, Google, they're they're private companies that could do what they want." We have Jen Psaki saying that the government's working with Facebook to get rid of misinformation. Well. Your misinformation, you claiming things are misinformation, is not true. So we have this private company being used as a bully from the government to silence people. We're in the modern era where people use social media to communicate and rally and gather uh, people together to protest, peacefully protest, our First Amendment. And you have these private companies being used with the government to limit our First Amendment rights, right? What the fuck's going on? People need to stand up. You need to realize enough is enough. You know, people, this is another thing. People are too afraid of a little bit of conflict. Just a little bit. And I used to be that way too. And I don't like conflict. But I've told myself I have to. I have to do these things. Like there's no more, um, you know, just going along to get along. That, That ship has sailed. What's going on here is an extreme overreach of government. If you want your kids to grow up and be able to say what they want to say and make a good wage and own a nice home and send their kids to nice schools and have food in the grocery stores, if you want them to be be able to live normal, good lives like we have up until the last two years ago, you know, it's, it's still fine now, but it's getting weirder. If you want your kids and the next generation to grow up in a U.S. like that, you need to stand up now. Like the ship has sailed for going along to get along. COVID will never end. It's being used politically to silence people, silence their beliefs, uh, limit their freedoms. Listen, COVID Omicron is not very deadly. Most people are vaccinated. The masks have not slowed the spread. Here in New York, she, a piece of shit, uh, Governor Hochul keeps extending the mandates we finally have superintendents banding together writing the governor saying hey we got this we appreciate your help we don't want we don't want uh, government intervention into the masking anymore i think you should just let us figure it out my little sister is an a student she was a athlete um she had hip surgery so she hasn't been playing sports and since covid it's been crazy so but She's looking to homeschool or just get her GED. She's at that age where she's about to be able to get her GED, which I used to think was frowned upon 
But you look, it's 98% of colleges accept it. And, I, you know, they demonize it because they want you to stay in school. I think we're seeing a new tide where people are realizing that the schools, the colleges, all this shit is a system. It's like an indoctrination camp for your fucking kids. One of her teachers, mind you that he's a – I don't want to get too personal, but he was briefly in school – as a teacher when I was. He went to the school I went to, went off to college, came back as a teacher, apparently told the class that communism, communism isn't that bad. We just don't know how to, how to uh, properly do it. The fuck are you talking about? Communism isn't that bad. You're out of your fucking mind. Open a history book. When has communism ever been a good thing? You, you, do you like a government that has complete control? You can't speak your mind. You can't freely speak what you think. You can't speak out against the government. How about mass murders like Hitler did to the Jews? How about mass starvation of populations like Mao did? Like, what do you mean fucking communism isn't that bad? You're out of your goddamn mind. I want to go in that school and smack him in his fucking teeth for saying that. Obviously, I wouldn't do that. But... He apparently is a gun owner. He enjoys guns. Like, you're not owning guns if <laughs> you live in a communist country. You don't get that right. You're the only country that has a Second Amendment. And you're trying to tell kids communism isn't that bad. Like, I almost, f of course, this is hearsay from my sister. But it's like, good Lord. I don't know if I told you guys this, but I did go into the school and protest the mandate. My sister took the mask off. They were kicking her out, essentially, and... I went and had a talk with the principal and the the sheriff that works at the school. And, you know, that sheriff's a weak man. I don't know if I told this story. I'm going to tell it again briefly. That sheriff is a weak man. He told me he b agrees with me, but he's just doing his job. Okay, pussy bitch with no backbone. What do you mean you're just doing your job? What else would you do, what else would you do if you're just told to do something? The county I live in is a very red county in New York. Um, the sheriffs and the county itself that I live in basically said they're not upholding the mandates that New York does. But the schools still do it because of funding. They're getting dumped millions of dollars for COVID, so they're just going along to get along. So my sister hasn't been back to school. She's been doing it online, but that's not going to be able to continue forever. So she's looking to homeschool from a program out of state or she's looking to just get her GED and be done with it. And honestly, you pay for that homeschooling or can you just go get your GED and it's the same fucking thing? I'd probably just get my GED at this point and call it, call it quits. And I said, why don't you start your own little business? Think of something cool you enjoy. I'll give you a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of money to help fund it, to kickstart it, whatever it might be. Um, or, you know, go to college. But college is weird right now because they're forcing vaccines in, in New York. Um, even if you're remote, some of them are. This is fucking crazy. My girlfriend got fired from her job. She was a remote worker for a large healthcare facility in New York. Well, New York said all healthcare facilities... Everyone has to be vaccinated. It doesn't matter if you never come into the office, you work from home, it doesn't matter. You have to be vaccinated. So she got fired and there's no exemptions. There was her, some of her friends did a religious exemption that got shot down. They got fired too. Apparently 
New York has lost 31-ish thousand healthcare workers uh, since the mandates rolled out. 31,000. It's like you want the system to collapse. And then, oh my God, I'm going on a tangent here. I don't even have a lot of this written down. And then our governor, our shitbag, Hochul governor, that was unelected, mind you, she's trying to cut the um, overtime pay to farmers. Apparently, it used to be 80 hours a week they could work. Then it was cut to 60. Now they're trying to cut it to where there is no more overtime. You can only work 40 hours if you're a farmer. My father's parents were farmers. My father had eight siblings. Um, they were a farm family. I caught the very tail end, tail end of the farm. I worked. The last thing my grandfather had going was the hay. He would just. He wouldn't even do any of it. Uh, he had a little bit of equipment left. Me and my dad, my uncle, my cousins, we'd just do the hay over the summers. So when I was going through high school, um, basically my four years of high school, every summer I would work in the hay fields. And my grandpa would give me a little bit of cash under the table, like 10 bucks an hour. And, you know, it was great. I, I liked working on the farm. It was hot, miserable, dirty work. I was the only, my dad would drive the tractor. I'd be back on the wagon, stacking the wagon, um, pulling the hay bales out of the baler, stacking them on the wagon. You'd fill a wagon, uh, you'd drop the wagon off, get another, and then my uncle would come pick the wagon up and go throw it up in the barn, let it dry, and then they'd sell it. That was the last of our farm. But as you know, farm days are fucking long. If you, there's a, a, there's a select window. You cannot farm year-round, especially in New York where we have two feet of snow outside and it's 13 degrees. You can't farm right now. So there needs to be crunch time. There ne there's harvesting season when you're out in the f out in the field very very long days. Not only that, the farmers themselves make a ton of overtime money because they don't really work in the winter. Not much anyway. Maybe working on equipment and shit like that. But so they're trying to limit in New York a proposed bill. They're trying to limit overtime. Just cut it to 40 hours. No more overtime. Okay, how are we going to harvest the food that we all eat without enough time to do it? You're only going to let us work 40 hours. So, so there's been tons of farmers writing into the state. Um, the town I live in is basically all farm country. The county I live in is mostly farm country. Most of the land here, I would say, is just farmer fields. It's a very flat area in New York, and it's good soil. And this is, I mean, you'll see the farmers out in the summer or around harvest season, maybe like fall. Um, they're out there before the sun comes up and they're out in their tractors still harvesting crops once the sun goes down. So thankful for them, right? And I get it because my grandfather was a farmer. He sold off because he's old. My grandparents are, I think, pushing 90 at this point. They sold everything off. To the bigger farms in the town but that is most of the revenue for this county i would probably guess i'm not positive but there is so much farmland here and if you drive around the town i live in the nicest houses because it's not a very high income county or town that i live in the nicest houses are the biggest farmers <laughs> that's what makes money in this town there's nothing else here other than farms so the people that own those farms do well and I have nothing against that because 
it's fucking hard work and it's not easy to do because my grandparents did it and I guess they're always in debt, always playing catch up. It's hard to be successful. Um, so, oh my God, it's just like, so I had to email, um, I had to email and call the government's office or not the governor's office, sorry, in, in protest of this. And then also in protest of the masking of the children. Still, how many states aren't masking? It's most of them, I think. Pennsylvania, one state to the south of us, they're not masking their children in school anymore. They haven't for a while because my girlfriend has family down there. It's like kids aren't at risk for COVID. So why are we still masking them? It hasn't stopped the spread of COVID. There was a time a few weeks ago where all these teachers were out of the school was sick with COVID. So it isn't working because they're wearing it all the time, but they're still all getting it. So what the fuck are we doing? They sit down and eat lunch next to each other, have their mask down, and they're expected to pull it up. They're expected to play sports with masks on, running around, playing basketball or whatever, breathing in your own hot air for however long. Gym class, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But then you eat, drink, it's down. But then when I'm playing sports, it's on. It's just... It just doesn't make sense. That's what I t- went into the school. I told them, this is theater. It's make-believe land. Doesn't make sense. And you don't believe in it, but you're still willing to enforce it. Well, we'll lose funding. I don't care. Get together with other schools and stand up against the governor. They finally are. We'll see if it does anything. But good Lord, I'm just so fucking over it. It's just we're being run and led in society by the biggest dipshits, I feel like. Where if society was structured differently, like back in the Viking days, this is something I always talk about, you wouldn't run the ship unless you're the baddest motherfucker there is. Now, I'm not the baddest motherfucker, but I'm willing to listen to bad motherfuckers out there because they'll kill me if I don't. Because they'll whoop my ass. They're more capable than I. Right? Strong men. But we are having the weakest men run us. Weak Men Create Hard Times podcast, right there, tying it all together. The weakest of men are running us. They're out of their goddamn minds. Nothing they do makes sense. Everything's about power. It's disgusting. Whew. Okay, where else are we on this list? I am going off here today. I just drank some protein coffee thing out of a bottle. So I had to because I just got home uh, yesterday evening from my drive. I was on the road a little bit longer than I normally am. So I finally got home and I'm just like kind of dragging ass. I was like, I got to drink coffee before I do this show. And it's kicking in, luckily. Uh, This is a quote that I think I made up. Call me out if you've heard it elsewhere. Freedom is the most important element to the human experience. I used to say the most important thing, but I was like, that doesn't sound good. Freedom is the most important element to the human experience. Why? Because of shit that we see that's going on right now in Australia, in Canada, in other countries across the world, where if you're not free, you let somebody like Hitler get into power. You know, things weren't going great in Germany. Hitler comes in, tells you all the stuff you want to hear, and then he's a fucking psycho and he murders off millions of people. Because now he has, you know, the military, the SS soldiers um, working behind him. Like, yeah, if it was just Hitler, the people could have picked him apart easily. 
but because he has a force behind him now, you let him get established. Um, now he's strong enough because of that military power to do evil, corrupt, terrible things. And, you know, people could argue, oh, oh, really? Like, freedom's the most important? What about food and water? It's like, well, yeah, of course. From a basic standpoint, humans need food and water to survive. But if you look at, like, Mao starving out millions of people um, because he was a shitbag, now he controls the food and the crops and how things are done and how much food you could grow and all this stuff. So now you don't have food because you're not free. You know what I mean? So it just all ties back to freedom essentially because unfortunately humans just they get this power and they it power just drives them into madness and drives them to be crazy and they neglect it and take advantage of the constituents that they rule or they think they rule. So if you don't have freedom, which we're one of the few only country that's truly, and I don't even think we're truly free anymore. You know, we're, are are we truly free? But it's it's the illusion of freedom, right? In America, we're told we're free. Our, our constitution protects those freedoms that we are naturally born with, because the government doesn't give us those freedoms, and people seem to think that we work for the government. They work for us. They're elected officials. They're supposed to represent us. So our, what's happened? They've gotten too comfortable. Life in America got too good. People stopped paying attention. People stopped getting involved. Allowed the fucking weasels to climb to the top. And now those disgusting human beings are what are the ones that are running our country and telling us how to live. And it's being run into the fucking ground. This country, this state of New York, but overall this country, there are some good spots doing good things still. There are free states still doing great things. But overall, I mean, look at our president. He's a zombie. It's just, my mind is blown that this is the, the America we're living in right now. Like, I asked it once, I'll ask again, are we really free? Look at the amount of taxes we pay out. I can't watch where they go. You know, I I have to file my taxes every year with the IRS, and I realize that they take 22% of what I make, 22% in different kinds of taxes. Well, our government's getting rich. They're not supposed to join the government and get rich. They spend their entire lives, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, they spend their entire lives in government. They've never done anything else. They're not even real people. They don't know what it's like to be a middle-class American, they don't have a clue. They've been protected and just completely almost outcasted. They should be outcasted, but they're just on a separate level. They feel like they're above normal civilians and they're rich, very, very rich. And their salaries don't add up to that much money. Oh, it's speaking deals, book deals. My ass, dude, insider trading, backdoor deals, evil, corrupt, evil, disgusting people that are never held accountable. If a normal guy like me commits a crime that they do, I'm locked away forever. But they somehow get off every time. They limit your constitutional rights, especially since COVID. People campaign on 
taking away your Second Amendment right. They campaign on it. People vote for that. You should be immediately disqualified and thrown in prison for violating somebody's constitutional rights, but you have people cheering for those people. I hope you know that if you vote for anti-gun people in the government, they don't have your back. They're fooling you to vote away your own rights, your only method of fighting back, and once they get that those firearms, they get them, and you no longer are an armed populace. Once that is taken, they're going to shit all over you. They don't care if you voted for them. They don't give a fuck about you. All they care about is power and money. Power and money. That is what most of our government is about. And then they attempt to force mandates on you. Get this experimental shot that is not fully approved, even though people lie and tell you that it is. It is not. It is not fully approved still. Or we're going to take away your livelihood. Your choice. We're not going to force you. Remember them saying, oh, no, no, no. It's not up to the government to mandate these things. But we're just going to take away your entire way of life unless you listen. This is all against the Nuremberg Laws. Read the Nuremberg Laws and then look into what's going on, especially in states like New York. And tell me that it, this isn't a complete violation. These people should be in prison. They should be locked away forever. And they're just out running rampant. Complete government overreach. Across every board. Oh, there, there, there are food shortages starting to pop up. Inflation is skyrocketing. Your gas prices are ridiculous. Right? All of these things. We pulled out of Afghanistan. Left Billion, millions or billions dollars worth of weapons and arms and ammunition and fucking Black Hawk helicopters to extreme Islam radical terrorists that hate America. I can't own a normal AR-15 in New York. It has to be a featureless rifle. I can't own a magazine with more than 10 rounds in it. And you just left machine guns fucking black hawk helicopters to one of the most extreme terrorist groups probably on this entire planet right now you left that shit with them and i can't own an 11 round magazine or i will be a felon tell me how this is okay anyone that tries to tell me that this is how society should be run how a free country should be run it's out of their fucking mind this is not supposed to be this way Anywhere in the world that this shit's going on is bad. But in America, especially, land of the free, home of the brave, this is not fucking how our founding fathers wrote up our founding documents for this country to be ran. It is complete violation of everything that's built this country up to now. And it's everything that soldiers have fought and died for. Young men and women younger than me getting shooting at dudes in a fucking desert around halfway across this planet giving their lives getting blown up watching their buddies get blown up they're fighting out there to preserve freedom and you know whether we should have got involved in certain wars or not is a different discussion but all the sacrifice that's happened up until this point to get america to be this great free nation is getting shit on by the people that we elected. 
This is absolute neglect of the American people. Man, I am just almost shaking. I'm just so pissed off with you turn on the news, you turn on social media. I have to delete the shit off my phone, social media off my phone. I delete it off my phone. I don't want to look at it. Every once in a while, I'll log in on my computer, scroll around a little, get pissed off. I turn on fucking the news, get pissed off. Don't have cable anymore. Got rid of that. You know, there's apps to look on your phone. I'll click it on like once a week. I'll watch like 20 minutes of it. Pissed off. Because it's just bullshit. It's all bullshit. It is pure neglect of the American people, pure neglect of the human race across this country over COVID, which is a fucking flu. At this point, come on, it's a cold. It was bad in the beginning. It, it, we've done the steps necessary to make it not bad and allow people to make informed decisions on their own. But nope, we're going to force shit down your fucking throat. You do what you're fucking told. We're the government. We tell you what to do. Let's take more of your tax dollars. Fork it up. It's disgusting. How about this? Talking about corrupt government. Let's talk about the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. It's a, a federal firearm, or sorry, federal uh, police force, I guess you could say. Uh, they regulate or monitor the laws or enforce the laws around alcohol, tobacco, and firearm. I haven't heard them doing shit about alcohol or tobacco, but all they focus on is firearms. So let's dive into that a little bit. This is the shit that's been going on. Our corrupt piece of shit government that is just so happens to be majority, are the Democrats run everything. They basically control everything. They have the House, they have the Senate, they have the presidency. The only thing that, if, I don't even know, I don't align with the political party. I'm somewhere in between. I'm pro-freedom. How about that? Is there a freedom party? I just want to be free. That's what I want. Um, they don't have the Supreme Court, majority in the Supreme Court, even though the Supreme Court is supposed to be unbiased and they're supposed to vote based on the Constitution. It seems like whatever president um, votes in those select people, that's kind of what political party they align with. So Amy Coney Barrett, Trump put in, and I think he put in like one or two more. Uh, but Amy Coney Barrett, um, she seems to vote inside with the Constitution and freedom where other people um, in the Supreme Court don't. That's your fucking job, but everything's biased, everything's political. Who knows what's going to happen in the long run, honestly. I don't fucking know. But anyway, going back, you have the ATF. You know, they can't. Oh, what I was getting at was the, the Democrats control basically the entire government. Hopefully, at the midterms, it'll switch because they're extreme radicals. They still can't pass their radical, crazy agenda because of good guys like Joe Manchin and out of West Virginia. Um, you know, for voting against the Democratic Party, even though he's a Democrat, because he's like, you're all radicals. You're extreme radicals. The shit you're trying to pass is crazy. They want to tear down the filibuster so they, they can't filibuster their crazy bills they're trying to pass. They want to pack the Supreme Court. None of this is luckily work. I mean, it's like freedom's holding it, holding on by a thread, and it's basically not not there. I mean, it's being eroded, but they're trying to fully erode it, and there are still a little bit of stop gaps 
that were placed into government by our amazing founding fathers that had the foresight to kind of realize that governments become corrupt after too long. So the one thing they left out was fucking term limits for Congress. That is the one thing they left out. There should be and there needs to be term limits for Congress. But as I was saying, they cannot pass this radical shit. So they're using the rogue ATF to act as bullies against the American people. Now, look all this shit up, but I'm going to go through a couple things that has been going on. And I follow the gun community pretty closely. So this is kind of, you know, the ATF is probably our biggest fucking enemy as far as um, the Second Amendment goes because our government can't pass any of its radical gun legislation. They don't have the votes for it. So where do they, they promised when they ran for office they were going to take away, you know, assault weapons and 30 round magazines fuck you like read the second amendment you want to read it let's read it a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed now if you look up the supreme court case district of columbia versus heller that was in 2008 that affirmed the second amendment was for the people they were trying like we were what ted cruz has a book called one vote away i'm pretty sure we were one vote away from the supreme court voting against the second amendment they were trying to say that oh no the militia isn't the people so the citizens don't have the right to own firearms that's basically what it was in a nutshell we were one vote away from losing the second Amendment in 2008 now we have a supreme court case saying no the second amendment is for the people they have the right to keep and bear arms, as the Constitution says. They've tried to interpret it the different way in 2008, and the Supreme Court upheld the Second Amendment. Thank God, right? Because if this, if that got shot down in 2008, we'd be in a scary place right now, for sure. Especially with COVID, if we weren't an armed populace in America, you'd have COVID camps like Australia has. Like, what the fuck? That is scary. If you tried dragging me out of my house into a camp because i have the cold we're gonna fight each other and may the best man win and i may not win probably won't win but i'm not being dragged and thrown in a fucking camp over a cold are you kidding me so the atf arrested a youtuber uh, over an auto key card I'm not super knowledgeable about that what that is but i think it's it looks like a little key card and it think there's a way to put it into into a weapon to make it full shoot full auto okay so it's a little piece of metal that it must be like a full auto sear right so you may not know guns that well and i don't i've done some gunsmithing stuff but i don't i've never made anything full auto so i'm not fully sure of how that works as they are illegal in the u.s and uh especially new york even if you have an ffl i don't think you'd have that in new york but how are you going to regulate just a little piece of metal right it's like you can make a weapon full auto out of anything it's like think about this it's a machined piece of metal that's the difference between a full auto weapon and not is this tiny little piece of metal that's in there so anyone that knows how to anyone that's a machinist that could 
print out a full auto sear and just put it in your gun now you have a full auto weapon right apparently you can use like a coat hanger to bump fire weapons and make them shoot pretty much full auto or what seems to be full auto bump stocks right um the and then then they're going after those triggers what are they called forced reset triggers where you pull the trigger it shoots the weapon goes off and you let go of the trigger the release causes the weapon to shoot now by definition a machine gun is something that shoots multiple rounds with one manipulation of the trigger so you pull the down the trigger it shoots now the atf is just like nope that's a that's a machine gun it's like you don't have the authority to make law that's congress right they they cha- they create law change law the atf upholds laws that exist enforces those laws they don't have the right to do this but they're doing it anyway because biden's letting them run rampant because he can't pass anything the legal way so he's using the atf to act as bullies to arrest everyday good americans for shit that was illegal or that shit was legal a day ago all of a sudden no we changed the definition we changed the ruling now it's illegal you can't have that anymore and you're getting arrested they arrested an Amish dairy farmer for apparently having a bunch of guns and possibly selling them. We'll see how that works out because apparently, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I've read into that. I listened to videos on it a little bit. Look into that yourself as if the Amish are such a big problem. The Amish are anti-government. That's why they live the way they live. And I respect that more than anything. I've been, I've been um, very interested because i drive through rural pennsylvania every week in living near the amish so when shit hits the fan in this country because it feels like it's gonna that my neighbors are very capable without the luxury of technology and all the modern things that we've built in our lives to make life easy like i don't know a toaster they don't use a toaster um they probably heat their their food on a wood stove in a skillet you know if they want toast um that's that's a bad example because you don't need toast to survive but just saying like they got it down to where they don't trust the government they don't trust the medical system they don't trust the school system so they're gonna live their lives without all that shit it's like i want to live in rural pennsylvania next to these people honestly though i live pretty close to some amish out here where i live in rural new york i could drive probably half hour and be near a bunch of amish people so um so yeah what else is the atf done so they arrested a youtuber because of a fucking piece of metal key card that apparently makes a weapon full auto they arrested an amish dairy farmer um saying that he's like an unlicensed firearms dealer um, they're changing proposed rulings so what is a receiver or a frame and pistol braces so i'm gonna break this down quickly because a lot of people probably don't understand the bullshit of our gun laws that exist right now a frame or a receiver there is something called you could buy a, a stripped lower for an ar-15 it's essentially the frame of the gun that the weapon is built off of it is literally just a machined piece of aluminum with nothing in it you need a background check for, for that piece of aluminum in order to build an AR off of that because they say, no, this is, they 
classify it as a weapon, as a firearm, and it has a serial number. Therefore, you get a background check because they know you're going to take that little piece of aluminum and build a gun off it. Well, there's something called 80% lowers where it's not completely machined. It's 80% machined. So there's no serial number on it, and any Joe Schmo could go buy it and go home if he has some machining equipment like a drill press and all that shit. I've never made a lower out of it 80%, but you could go and finish the receiver and then build, and then build a weapon off it, and then you have an unserialized weapon. Well, they're trying to change the definition of that, which is coming out early summer. There was a period of time where you could voice your concerns into the ATF and explain to them why what they're doing is evil and you know basically try to deter them from doing these things because at, at what point does a, a block of aluminum need a background check anybody that's a machinist could make a weapon out of a block of aluminum so what any block of aluminum you're gonna need a background check on or other metals that you may make a weapon out of I mean, we've been able to make firearms and keep them as because they're unserialized. You can't sell them. But as long as you make your own weapons, you can keep them in America forever. Since the be beginning of this country, it's always been allowed. Always. Because you, the government can't stop you from making a weapon. You could go to Lowe's, buy some lead pipe and some other shit for $30 and make a shotgun. And that's legal. As long as you don't sell it, if you want to go play in your backyard with your lead pipe shotgun, that's always been legal. When is it not? People don't know that because most people don't do it because most people aren't gun enthusiasts. You know, Most people, if they want a gun for protection, they go buy it. They do a background check, they buy it. But it's always been allowed. Well, they're trying to change that. They're trying to change. I don't know how they're going to reword frame or receiver because at, at Okay, so now 80% lowers are illegal. So then what, 50% receivers will be made because they're less machined at that point? Like you can't just regulate metal, machined metal. You know what I mean? It's just arbitrary bullshit. They're trying to act like all these crimes are being uh, committed with ghost guns. That's what they call ghost guns because they don't have a, a serial number on it. But there aren't. Show me the studies where all these homemade built guns are being found in, in crimes. Like, I have not found one study. They say it, and a lot of times they say ghost guns, but really what it is, they're stolen weapons or black market weapons that have the serial number scratched off. And they're calling them ghost weapons because they're unserialized now, and they're grouping them together because they're evil, and they don't want you to actually know what's going on. They want to act like a stolen glock with the serial number scratched off is the same as you know you building your own ar without a without a serial number on it they're trying to lie to you and deceive things just like how if you look up gun deaths in america they tie in suicide like why why they're using suicides to boost gun death numbers to push more gun legislation see that is not okay it's deceiving, especially to people that don't pay attention. Another thing that they're trying to do, another proposed ruling that they're just trying to change without law, apparently the ATF thinks they could write law, is 
so there's the national NFA items, National Firearms Act. What falls under that is short-barreled shotguns, short-barreled rifles, suppressors, and machine guns. In order to obtain said items, you need to fill out a form, a tax stamp, pay $200 to the federal government. It goes on a registry, it gets cleared, they send you your paperwork, and then you could go buy said item. So acting like we're still free in America is a lie because shall not be infringed is what the Second Amendment says. But if you want to own a machine gun, you have to pay $200, have a register. Now it's on a registry, pay a tax to the federal government in order to own said item. So we're not truly free. But anyway, short-barreled rifles is anything under a 16-inch barrel. Short-barreled shotguns, I think, is anything under an 18-and-a-half-inch barrel. A suppressor isn't even a fucking weapon, so I don't know why that even falls into NFA because all it does is save your ears because weapons are loud. Guns are loud. So it doesn't make any sense. And the machine guns, of course. I th there might be other stuff. I think that's everything. I'm pretty sure it's everything. So... The way the workaround that people have been using is you might see an AR-15 that is very short. And if you look at it where the stock used to be, the part that goes up to your shoulder, there's something called a pistol brace. It was designed for wounded soldiers that it's basically, it looks like a stock kind of, but it's like a piece of rubber with Velcro in some cases that it straps to your forearm. So now you could shoot this little AR-15 with a short barrel one-handed. Well, then that was okay. The ATF said that was okay. That's been happening for a while now. But now they're pissed off about it all of a sudden. They want to change that. So because what was used to be shot one-handed, that pistol brace, and look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about, but a pistol brace, you could still shoulder that weapon now. So you're not using the, 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 the uh, brace as its intended purpose, right? So instead of shooting it one-handed, you shoot it two-handed. Or you shoot, you're shouldering the weapon and shooting it two-handed like a rifle. So now they're trying to change the definition of... Um, I think they're trying to change the definition of, of a sh uh, AR pistols. They're trying to make them uh, SBRs, short-barreled rifles, and then they want you to register them and pay a tax stamp. So they don't want any more AR pistols. So what does that hurt? Well, all the companies that produce pistol braces, that hurts, and there's a large, large market for that. Um, all, how about all the people that actually use braces one-handed because they are wounded and cannot shoulder a weapon anymore because they're missing an arm or whatever it might be? Hurts them. All the people that already spent all their money buying and building um, AR pistols, that already own because braces are not cheap i don't have any because i live in new york but damn do i want one and i want to get the fuck out of new york and own said items and i might not be able to because they might change the ruling this summer so it hurts gun shops it hurts the manufacturers of the braces it hurts the people that actually use braces one-handed and all it does is line the pockets of the government and create more of a registry of said weapons. I mean, you already spent hundreds of dollars obtaining these weapons. 
and now you're going to have to, it's legal up until they change the definition, right? And now you have to pay $200 to the government for a weapon that's been legal to own. No. How about no? How about go fuck yourself? And then you got Chuck Schumer, the piece of shit head of the Senate that is from New York, of course, where all shitbags fucking arise from, it feels like. Wants to double the ATF's budget. It's $1.5 billion. He wants to double it to $3 billion. The ATF is smaller than the Metro Las Vegas Police Department. And apparently they think they need a $3 billion budget funded by taxpayers. And so our own money is going to be used against us to limit our Second Amendment rights. How about this? For any of you people that know what I'm talking about, how about we abolish the NFA? No more NFA. The National Firearms Act is a joke. Um, machine gun suppressors, short-barreled shotguns, and rifles should be legal. It does not matter. If anything, a short-barreled rifle reduces velocity and accuracy at long distance, making it less capable. The reason that they're nice is for in the house. So I could have a 10-inch barreled AR with a brace on the back or whatever because I'm trying to say abolish the NFA. You should be able to have a stock on it. And it's nice for, I live in a small house. It's nice to be able, if somebody broke in, to have a short weapon to maneuver tight spaces, small hallways, uh, just bedroom doorways, instead of having a long rifle, right? It's more compact, easier to use in confined spaces. That's all it is. But they, I don't know, I don't know why they don't want them, because you could put it in a backpack maybe, and they're more concealable. But that's just something guys that like to be prepared and guys that enjoy and firearms enthusiasts, they like to have backpack guns, right? I know of, I watch a lot of videos on firearms and guys like to have a little um, AR pistol in a backpack in case, you know, maybe they go to work, they own their own business in the city, it's a sketchy city, so they pack their backpack rifle and it's more capable than a handgun, you know? And they take that to work every day and they never commit a crime with it and they shoot it at the range and blah, blah, right? You're not hurting anyone. Criminals get guns anyway. It's just these arbitrary gun laws are not helping everyone. And I did not plan on going off on a tangent on the ATF and the Second Amendment and all this stuff, but that's what the end of this podcast is turning into, I guess. But, I mean, we have more gun sales the past couple years I mean, then we have like ever. They're surging. The gun sales are so high. Just because you got cities basically telling you, yeah, the police aren't coming. Or the police, the wait time's an hour. So the guy kicks in your door, uh, tries to rape and murder you and your family. And they come in with a weapon and you don't have a weapon. You know, they shoot you and they rape your wife or daughter. That's the shit that fucking happens. And if you want to choose not to own said items and not be prepared for violence because it exists, pretending it doesn't doesn't help anyone. And the police aren't coming because they're understaffed, overwhelmed, because their justice system is flawed, and they forced mandates in order for you to keep your job as a police officer. So a lot of good cops walked off the job. So they're understaffed 
and they keep letting career criminals out of prison to incite more violence and crime within your city and inflict fear in you and your family. It's all designed by plan. And then you choose not to own a firearm so when that criminal does kick in your door and nobody's coming to save you, nobody, it's on you to protect your family. And because you made the poor decision to be brainwashed by the media and by politicians and get too comfortable in today's squishy society and you have nothing to defend yourselves only then in your final waking moments will you realize that you fucked up and you listened to the wrong people and you've been brainwashed to believe that a piece of metal that shoots bullets is a weapon of war and is going to kill everything and destroy society but in reality you need that weapon now to save you and your family and it's too late because you can't pause the criminal and go buy a gun and learn how to use it and load it it's done and you will die a terrible violent death and whatever will happen to your family is probably gonna be horrific and that's the fucking shit that's going on so be your own advocate own weapons know how to use them Stop voting for the shitbags that are lying to you that want to take them away. Pay attention. Don't listen to mainstream media. Do your own independent research. Follow gun rights groups. Follow uh, people on YouTube. Guns and Gadgets is probably my favorite. Guns and Gadgets on YouTube. Look him up. He keeps you up to date with all the Second Amendment news. He tells you how terrible our government is. He was a cop. He was in the military. He's retired. Uh, in Massachusetts, a very blue state, a very anti-gun state, and he's ready to get out of there, and he's looking to, but he is a great advocate for freedom in our Second Amendment. So just pay attention. The ATF is going rogue. They're just completely out of control. Our government is abusing your rights. They don't want you to be free. All they care about is power and money. Be your own advocate. Be prepared, you know. Look up Fieldcraft Survival, Mike Glover. He teaches a lot of classes about being prepared. Everything from having prepared vehicles, food storage, canning of foods, medical, uh, shooting, self-defense, everything. Just looking at his website today. What an important human being that guy is. Ex-Special Forces guy, right? Um, but just be prepared. Because the government does not care about you i promise okay so we're about an hour into this and i've ranted enough but i do want to end on my strong man story because this podcast is indeed about weak men create hard times so we like to highlight those strong men still doing great things in society and i'm going to link this uh article below and um i'm not going to read the whole thing but i'm going to go over a quick bit of it and you can go read it it's a little bit long so this is from tulsaworld.com tulsa oklahoma excuse me so it says owasso man which must be a little subdivision of tulsa maybe owasso man helps boys without dads 
Tulsa native Brian Woodward wants fatherhood taken seriously and joined a local movement to inspire that. 31-year-old married father of three is given his time to African-American boys living with single moms. I want to help out, he said. There is not enough black males in leadership in North Tulsa. North Tulsa has been good for my family, and I wanted to give back. So they participates in MVP Fatherhood Initiative launched by, launched by Tulsa attorney uh, Demario Solomon Simmons about two years ago. It emphasizes responsibilities fathers have to their sons and provides mentor training and other support for inner city youths. This is amazing. So I'm going to stop there. You could read through the rest of it. This group and this guy are doing amazing things because people want to talk about racism in America. They want to talk about um, black people being taken care of or taken advantage of. They want to talk about systematic, systematic racism. Um, look into big Democratic run inner cities. That's where you get that stuff saying that um what do they say white supremacists are the problem right that's what they like to say does anybody you know actually genuinely hate black people i don't like what are we talking about the problem is you have these piece of shit politicians and it just so happens to be democratic run cities almost all the time but look at um, Detroit, look at New York City, look at, um, I don't know, any of the big ones, right? Any big blue cities. You have, so I'll say one that's somewhat close to my house, Rochester, Rochester, New York. It's not a huge city. It's a fucking shithole. The crime is terrible. Uh, guess what? Our gun laws are very restrictive in New York. There's tons of gun crime. doesn't work to tie it back to what I was just talking about. Criminals get guns. You're never going to stop it. There's more guns in this country than people. Stop pretending more gun laws going to work. We have thousands of gun laws, gun laws on the books in America. What's really racist is these Democratic-run cities that want to destroy the nuclear family, saying mom and dad raise the kids. There's a lot of absent fathers and welfare takes care of them so these people never strive to leave or do great things or a lot of them don't some do so they're stuck in this shithole city they're poor and they don't have they, they don't have meaning they don't have uh, like a, uh they don't have meaning in life right they, they don't have guidance they, they don't have a, a nice path paved for them in life a future they don't have a bright future like none of these things are talked about they go to inner city schools they may drop out they might get kicked out for violence my buddy was one of the few white kids in an all-black school in a, in the city and he said the violence that high school kids would take on each other at the age of 16 where they're basically killing people stomping their head into the dirt repeatedly basically killing each other he said he stepped over a kid that was laying in a pool of his own blood and teeth. And these kids are like 16. Why is that? Because they don't have guidance. They don't have a father. That's racist. Why don't we put in stuff like the article I just read 
where you're giving young men meaning and right it's like what does your dad do for you he teaches you valuable lessons as you grow i lost my father two years ago i was 22 yeah uh, maybe 21 just before i turned 22 i think i was 21 um and luckily i made it to adulthood so i got a lot out of him but not enough you know I, I, he died way too young and that's why i stuck around I was going to buy a house out of town. I backed out of that house deal last minute because I knew I wanted to be near my little sister because she was 12 or 13 when my dad died. I knew the importance of having a strong man around to help raise you. And whether or not you would consider me a strong man, I try, right? Better than nothing, I guess. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be there for my sister. Give her guidance, right? Teach her valuable things. But, you know, you got all these young black men, boys, growing up without a father, stuck on welfare, poor, and the only thing that they see that kind of gives them brotherhood or somebody to have their back right the only route that they find in that is joining gangs so the gang violence of young black men in inner cities is running rampant and if you want to talk about systematic racism look at the largely run democratic large inner cities that do nothing to fix this problem it's been going on for decades. Look at Detroit. It used to be like the richest city in the U.S. because of GM. Now it's a shithole. Absolute shithole. The crime there is just insane. The gang violence, shooting at each other in the streets with illegal weapons. And you can't blame these people. You can't blame them. Society has failed them. Right? They're doing nothing to fix the problem because they're using this to turn each other against the, they want us turned against each other. United we stand, divided we fall. Remember that old saying? It's very, very important. They realize that as we are divided over COVID shots or masks or racism, they don't want to fix these problems because then we'll stand united. They know that if we are split, yelling at each other, not paying attention to the evil shit that they're doing, that they'll be able to neglect the system, make tons of money, and live amazing lives for themselves with all the power they could ever fucking want. But if we look, if you take a young black boy, let's say 12 years old, grows up in the inner city with no dad, and you look at me, young white boy, grows up in the country, in farm country, with a dad. And you switch places. So I get adopted by his family and he gets adopted by mine. I would be worse off and he would be better off because he'd have a strong family to raise him with morals and lessons that they teach you and guidance 
to get good grades and play sports and do good with your life. Where if just because I'm white, but if I grew up in that scenario in the inner city with no dad and the only thing that I have for guidance is a joining a gang, yeah, I would be in the same boat. It doesn't have to do with race. It just so happens to be that there are a lot of black people that live in the inner city and there's not a lot of money and there's not a lot of guidance and the government the purpose of the government is to fix shit like that and they just don't so if you want to talk about systematic racism why don't you call up your mayors of these large democratic run cities and why don't we give them ideas and programs to help fix it like this mvp fatherhood initiative launched launched in tulsa oklahoma why don't we launch shit like that all over in all the big cities right i don't know all the answers of how to fix all these problems but i tell you this is a great great program and if run correctly i think it may have a huge positive impact so i will link this article um if you listen to this whole thing thanks for listening it's over an hour this might be my longest one i guess i was just fired up today i'm just really sick of all the bullshit but uh yeah i am on um rumble and i am on spotify send this to your friends if you're listening give it a thumbs up or whatever it is that rumble does or download on spotify uh yeah Have a good one all. Thanks a lot. Bye.